Xavier, I'd be rich if I had a dollar every time I heard someone say, man, I wish I knew 20 years ago what I know today about money. They need to be teaching about this stuff in school. Like the power of investing early. Compound interest. That alone would impact lives. Understanding and planning for taxes. Understanding the difference between both good debt and bad debt. Eric, what about all the stuff about money that business owners need to know? What kind of insurance should you be buying? The importance of contributing towards your retirement. They don't teach any of this stuff in school. Y'all sit back, get ready, because we are talking stuff about money they didn't teach you in school that you need to know. Welcome back to Stuff About Money. I'm Xavier Angel, Certified Financial Planner, and I'm joined by the distinguished Eric Garcia, Certified Financial distinguished. Planner. Distinguished. What distinguishes distinguished. me, Xavier? You're just making words up. <laughs> Look, we all learn a lot. Of, well, we gain a lot of knowledge from you. You've got a lot to teach. And I've got a lot to learn mm-hmm. from you. Hey, I'm glad to be back. On. Where have you it's, been, uh, man? You've been MIA. Dude, this has been, a, this has been the second recording this year. Do you, you remember how to do this? Life is just... Uh, do you, do you even remember anything do about I money? Remember? I'll never forget anything okay. about money. All right. Although I do still have some things to learn. Okay. All right. What do we... So, <laughs> look, it, it, it's been a busy it first busy. part of the year. It's been busy. And right now, it's, it's Mardi Gras time. So, for our out-of-town listeners, we're recording on... The Thursday before Mardi Gras. So what happens is for the next five days, it's just like New Orleans almost pretty much shuts down. Kids are out of school and traffic's only five days? Six days. I think it's more like a week well, we shut down. We're recording on Thursday, so I said for the next five days. But six right. days, whatever, whatever the number is. You see, we we don't even know, but it gets crazy around here. I'm excited because I learned that I have another place to pee on Mardi Gras Day this morning. So big thing. <laughs> I learned this morning that that through my distinguished co-host, Xavier Angel, I have a new place to pee on Mardi Gras Day. So for those of you not from New Orleans, or maybe if you visited for Mardi Gras, it's you know, to have a place to go pee on Mardi Gras Day is wait, hold on, hold what? on, hold on, Eric. Another place to pee. So where have you been peeing? You, you, you know you find you just you find places. <laughs> you find place or you hold it. There you go. Most people. So everyone who's not from New Orleans is listening to this like, what the hell are they talking about? If you're from New Orleans, you're like, I got to make good friends with Xavier so I can have a place to pee on Mardi Gras day. So that was exciting. I'm excited. I'm excited to know about that. (laughs) Anyway, uh, quick story. So we do do need to share what you're talking about. So typically Mardi Gras day, Fat Tuesday, uh, we're out on a parade route. I'd I'd say from 536 o'clock in the morning to- 435 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, the parade, first parade starts rolling at I think 7 a.m. Is that? And and the last may the, the last may start rolling around two. So it's a long day. If you don't have a place to go to the bathroom, you're generally holding it all or day. Or you don't get out there at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I've got to hold our spot down on St. Charles. Yeah. So I may pay you. They drop me off. I, I probably pop my first beer. Around six fifteen, six thirty, drinking and, and eating mm-hmm. a majority of the day. The majority half it's the people time. listening to this are like, Man, it's just it's just any other Tuesday for us. Not for us though. <laughs> All right. So I'm getting ready to walk out the house this morning, take my daughter to school. And she's excited. She's she's more excited than she normally is. And she goes, This is gonna be a great day, today and tomorrow. 
I said, why is it going to be a great day? She goes, because I'm going to use a lot of my coupons. So let me tell you what's going on here. So her teacher runs this, this classroom economy. The kids get rewarded with, with money for doing what they're supposed to do, for turning work in, for showing up. Uh, they have jobs around the classroom and they get compensated. And then they have things that they could buy with their money. So this morning, my daughter's all excited because she's, she's been saving up money. And there's a lesson here. She's been saving up her coupons or saving up her money to buy coupons for certain privileges. So three privileges that she's buying today and tomorrow. Number one, it's stinky feet coupon. So she can take her shoes off in school while she's working. All right. How cool is that? So she's super excited. So, so we had a, a big conversation about what socks she could wear. So we had to find the right pair of socks for her this morning. Number two, second coupon is work on the floor day. So she can do all her classwork on the floor, not sit at her desk. And then tomorrow, this I think this is like the most expensive one. It's sit in the teacher's chair all day. So she can sit in the teacher's chair and work from the teacher's desk. So what, what was interesting, what was exciting for me was to watch her excited about spending money that she has been saving up for these privileges, for these, these particular uh, uh, events, if you will. Uh, so, um, you know, a lot of times we talk about save your money, save your money, you got to retire one day. But I'm a big fan of spending money on experiences. There's, there's something super satisfying about saving money for particular, for something specific and then having the experience and you put work in. And we, we actually, we actually talked about that on one of our past ones, spending, saving up for oh, okay, experiences yeah, yeah. as opposed to going out there and purchasing things. So anyway, that's, I'm just sharing that story. My nine-year-old was all excited because she'd been saving up her, her money to buy coupons so that she can have stinky foot day, work on the floor day and sit at the teacher's desk day. But that's not what we're talking about today. So actually I'd, I got a question for you since you brought that up, because I I think that that is a great topic, especially because we're still in the beginning of the year. So what do you do, Eric, when when are you sitting at in the beginning of the year? And I already know the answer to this, but do you have a goal in place to where you're saying, you know what, let me save up because this is the end game on what I want to accomplish this year? I mean, how do you go about that? What are you doing to plan for that? Sure. Yeah, I think. And I know I threw you. I yeah, threw this you is off. Nowhere with that near one. what we're supposed to be talking about today, but whatever, whatever. I mean, you're 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 still rusty because you haven't been around for a little while. Yeah, of course, of course. I have specific things that I'm that I'm planning and, and saving money for. Most of them this year are more long term and not necessarily um, things that I want to do this year necessarily. But mm-hmm. yeah, I usually I'm usually saving money with a specific target in date in mind. Right. So one of the things that I'm Funding, we, we're, we're talking about this pretty regularly, especially with our business owner clients. We're calling it the uh, mm-hmm. the work optional account, right? So a big phenomenon going right. on in, in our country right now. You, you've you've heard it. it's called uh, quit in place. Have you heard of that? You, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a big trend on TikTok okay. and, and social media where people are basically they're just showing up, doing the bare minimum to get paid and then leave, right? So most people they're grinding out work, and most people are are are. They're tired of the of the grind. So work optional says, is, hey, you know what? I may come to a point where I don't like the work I'm doing. I don't want to do this work. Or I want to work maybe at a, at a slower pace. And what I'm calling, again, the work optional account 
is an account that is purposed for that to eventually one day put you in a position to where you can say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go take this other job that I like better that I might not be getting paid as much or I'm only gonna work three days a week or whatever the the goal is. So that, I'm, I'm hyper-focused on, on my work mm-hmm. optional account right now. And it gives you the opportunity to be able to say, you know what? I'm ready to make a switch in my career. I'm ready to for, do this. You now have the assets available to be able to do For the that. record, I have not quit in place. I absolutely 100% love my job. I love working with people and I love talking about money and I want to do more of that. Mm-hmm. But having those funds there or having the money to be able to do that is a beautiful thing. I mean, I, I look, I go back three years ago when I made the decision to leave my previous mm-hmm. employer to go independent and to merge our practices together, I would not have been able to do mm-hmm. that if I didn't have the cash flow there to allow me to do yeah. that. So it's definitely a great yeah. place to go. And I hear you talking about yeah, it all so the time. Here's the deal. Cash gives you options. If you have money, if you have mm-hmm. liquidity, now liquidity is important, meaning you have you have money that's readily available to you. It's not tied up in a business. It's not tied up in real estate. That liquidity gives you, man, a lot of flexibility and freedom and independence. And the more liquidity you and have, now, now the more you, options you have. So you said two important things in there that I heard, flexibility uh-huh. and liquidity. And when I sit there and I listen to that, that allows you options. You know, I, I see these guys posting stuff on social media on a regular basis. And, and what they're saying is, hey, are you earning X percent? Because if you're not earning these the X percent, then you're losing out. So come talk to me. I can help you out. But I think what they're doing is when they're coming and giving those guaranteed interest rates, they're typically tying money up for any given amount of time, whether it's yes. five years, six years, seven years. <laughs> I see you laughing. <laughs> is, is, what's, this a, what's, is this a, a segue to our topic? Yes. Let, right. let's, let's, let's go there. <laughs> so, Xavier, Xavier has a bone to pick. And I think we're going to do it. <laughs> I think we're going to do it here in this podcast. All right. And this is actually a conversation I've been having with, with multiple people. Xavier more regularly because he's, you know, separated by me by a wall. But the frustration with financial advice given over social media. It's such broad <laughs> advice. You know, people see these advice on social media. They're calling you. They're calling me. They're calling their next door neighbor. And they, and now they're having these conversations. One I saw was, um, are you earning a guaranteed rate of return of 5% on your money? Hmm. If you're not, then you need to call me because the bank isn't doing you justice. Hmm. And I see this and and I had to sit back and I was just like, 5%? Wow. I want. I mean, a lot of people listening would take a guaranteed 5% right. of their money. No risk. Yeah. Correct. But it's, can I get something out there around that? Probably. Depends on the environment that we're in. However, do you, are you giving up liquidity and yeah, flexibility? So that's a risk. Giving up liquidity is a risk. Losing access to your right. cash is a risk. Yeah. So, so let's take a step back. Can we take a step back real quick? Yeah, go ahead. We're talking about financial advice on social media. There's a good chance you're watching this video right now on social, on social media. All right. So, so in your mind, Xavier, you're frustrated with these people giving advice on social media, mm-hmm. but yet, are we not doing the same? In our conversation that we had earlier today, right? One of the things that we talked about is I'm not talking products, you know, and, and I'm giving, I'm giving general advice, but I'm also telling you, you need to sit down with a planner. You need to sit down with your advisor and have this conversation with him or her. 
because now you can tailor that advice specifically to you and your needs as opposed to, yeah, let me go out and purchase this because it's a good thing to do. I mean, you, you got to have those conversations. Yeah. So I, th- I think that when you're getting finance, doesn't matter, and financial advice anywhere, okay? You always, as a retail investor or retail client, a client who is going to a financial advisor or or listening to someone on social media, I think it's a, a very good thing to ask yourself, what does the person who's sharing this information with me have to gain? What do they stand to gain? And here's the thing about social media influencers, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or or LinkedIn is most of these influencers are rewarded by followers, are rewarded by, I mean, by controversy, right? More more controversial what they say, the more followers, the more people they influence, the more people they influence, the more chance they have to monetize their channel. So sometimes they might not be selling anything, they might not be selling product, but they're given advice that could be um, either clickbait, it could be trendy, it could be controversial, that's just driving traffic. The more people they influence, the more money they can make, the more they can monetize these these accounts. And then on the flip side, you're talking, I think I think I know the the ad cuz we we've been talking about this, you know, a series of these ads for for several months now. These are people who are trying to sell a, a very specific product. And correct, right. And in the financial space, okay? Man, everything is is so nuanced in terms of is this right for you? Is this a good product for you? Is this appropriate for you? And I I can't stand that broad, like you said, prescriptive financial advice Mm -hmm. that says, Xavier, if you buy this product, you, you will never work again. You will retire without any worries. Uh, All your financial woes will be resolved. And, and our, our motto, you know, when we had that first conversation on coming together and doing this podcast and talking about stuff about money they didn't teach you mm-hmm. in school, our goal was to give our listeners another tool in their tool belt to where when they sit down and have those conversations, they know they know something and they yeah. can now have a conversation about what matters to so them. Let, let, I have five kind of um, types of of videos or advice that typically I see on social media. And I want to kind of use this not as a warning necessarily, but just educate, you know, our listeners. If you're getting advice, this is kind of maybe like a filter that you can run things through as you're as you're listening to financial advice. Now let me just say this. There's there are some influencers out there that are giving some good information. Okay. I'm not saying that it's all bad out there. Um, but number one, okay, be careful for get rich quick schemes. They <laughs> It just doesn't happen. Okay. The person who's sharing their video, they might have gotten rich quick. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, that is not that is not the the standard way to building wealth. Okay. I'm not telling you don't uh, don't pursue opportunities that could lead to to quick wealth. I, I'm just saying that is not the typical path to building wealth. I'm gonna even go a step further and say if if you're if you're seeing this on social media and everyone is talking about it that ship has probably sailed yeah yeah for sure so so if it's a get quick ask questions be a cynic be a cynic whenever you're taking advice from someone you do not know who has not earned your trust be incredibly cynical and ask a ton of questions and number one question you should ask is 
hmm, what's their motivation? What do they get out of it? All right, so number two kind of warning or filter or type of video that I'm seeing out there you should you be on the lookout for. It's investing in highly speculative things, whether it's crypto or some meme stock, right? We saw this over the past few years with, with AMC, for example, and GameStop. You see a lot of videos out there about, hey, if you just invest all your money, this is the right time. I'm not saying don't invest in those things. <laughs> I'm just saying, ask questions. Ask questions and understand what you're getting involved a, a in. A lot of, yeah, a lot of these investments, they're, they're complicated. They're highly volatile. You know, I had a, someone recently was talking to me about their, their trading in the currency markets and they made a ton of money in the currency markets. And they like, if I do this now with three times the money, then I'll have this much money. I'm like, that's not the typical template in that, in that space. So um, if you're, if you're playing in that space, you better not be playing with money you're counting on. All right. And what's your third? Number three. Number three. Man, I'm going to tell you, some of these people make it sound so easy investing in real estate, right? I mean, golly, I see, I probably see more of these videos about if you just, yeah, investing in real estate is the easiest way to build wealth. I know a lot of people who've built wealth in real estate. It's not for everybody and it's not always easy. I know a lot of guys that are making a ton of money in real estate as well. But as you said, you know, it's not easy. You know, they're putting a lot of a time and effort into doing this. Rules and regulations change uh, within the city on what you can and can't do. You know, we're starting to see that in New Orleans when you look at Airbnb. Where can you have an Airbnb? So you may start out thinking and, and making money now, but it's going to change. Now, we're not saying don't invest in real estate. I actually think it's a good portion of your portfolio. However, you've got to understand that there are risks that are associated with real estate. Yeah. And again, it takes work. There's the real estate. Real estate can be a grind. Um, it's not as easy as uh, some people would like to to make it uh, to make it think. Now, there's people who are making a lot of money in real estate. They love it. That's what they do. It gives them life. To me, owning property outside of the house I live in, man, it would stress me out. Maybe it's because I'm in New Orleans and I know how expensive insurance is and taxes are, and I don't want to deal with renters or or people like that. So to me, it it seems like a very painful way to build wealth. But that again, that goes back to this idea that what works for me is not going to work for you. That's why it's so important to have if you're going if you're looking to build wealth, it is so important to work with a financial planner who knows and understands your values, who can help you build wealth in a way that's consistent and aligns with what gives you life and not what worked for someone else. So this is an advice to anyone, but when I did have renters, oh, it was a headache. I I should have outsourced that to have somebody manage that property for me because yeah. the going in and, and the fixing the little things, the, the getting the calls at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night just drove me crazy. Now, we actually wound up having to evict one of our uh, mm. renters. Mm -hmm. it, it just, it was a nightmare. Mm. Okay. All right. Fourth, fourth thing. Fourth thing. Man, I tell you, some of these TikTok uh, influencers make you think that anybody can be a day trader. Anybody, anybody can go in. You're laughing because you've seen it, right? <laughs> the the one that I sent you last night was that a uh, yeah. It's an individual that is a uh, day trader. Mm. You know, he puts these posts out on on social media, and he's got these four monitors in in the back, and and you know he's making all this money, and he's telling people he's doubled or tripled his money within the last mm. week. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Anybody can do it, y'all. Any, it's so easy. Anybody can do it. 
Yeah, I don't believe it. But here's the problem with day traders. The vast majority of day traders are losing money. They're not making money. They're those people who have success. I'm not denying that. But it's not, it's not just buy my software and we'll tell you when to buy and when to sell. Y'all, it's not that easy. I'm telling you right now. All right, Eric, go ahead. Um, what's your number five? Number five. This, this may be the most controversial one out there. You ready? And I see the wheels, the wheels turning. turning. You're going to love this one. All right. Life insurance is the end-all, be-all product that will solve all of your financial woes and your financial goals. Man. <laughs> Why are you um, hemming and hawing over there? So I've spent 22 years looking at and utilizing in insurance and financial plans. And one of the things that I see is you have agents out there or individuals that misuse life insurance. It's not the be-all, end-all mm-hmm. that's out there. It has its place. And look, I, I've got permanent life insurance on myself. I love it. But it has to fit within the structure of the plan and that strategy and the individual. Yeah, we, you and I both came up on the life insurance side of the business. So this is not a knock against life insurance at all. Right? Like you said, we, we both own permanent life insurance. But when I see some of these videos on TikTok that talk about, you know, become your own bank, buy life insurance. It's not that easy. You mm-hmm. got to put a lot of money in your life insurance contract to be able to borrow from it. Yes, there are some fantastic, fantastic laws right. and and um, attributes of permanent life insurance if you have the funds to actually have it. It is not Absolutely. a solution, prescriptive solution across the board for anyone who's trying to save for retirement. Mm-hmm. It is not, people, life insurance is not. I very rarely will say very definitive things, Life insurance is not a replacement for traditional retirement plans and savings. It is not. If you want to say it's a supplement, that's one thing. But I'm 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 fired up because there's this one individual. I'm like I'm not even gonna say the name because oh, I don't even want to. Yeah, and and you and I go back and forth on this on you know often. I mean that was for many years. I mean that's that's one of the pieces that I that I utilize. And again, like you said, I still believe in it. And I think it has its yeah, place. Yeah, we recommend, we recommend life However, insurance to our clients all the time. Yes. However, you have to you know, make sure that it's within your best interest and within your strategy that you're trying to accomplish to utilize life insurance. There's this one, there's this one TikToker that's got me fired up right now. And oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And it seems like a lot of these people are like, I was, I was hard on my luck. I was bankrupt. I like you know, I was eating eating crackers in cheese whip for, for dinner. And then I found this. <laughs> and it's like the life insurance. Like it's not it's not magic. You don't just snap your fingers, buy a life insurance policy, then all of a sudden you have money to borrow from yourself. Um, right. But man, this right. this guy has has a ton of followers, and I'm like, man, y'all just be cynical. Be cynical of who who you let speak wisdom to you. And, and Eric, I'm going to even throw this throw one out there. there. Know what you want your life insurance to do for you. What are you trying to accomplish with life insurance? You know, if you have that down, then life insurance, the type of life insurance that you do is going to fit and be a perfect match yeah, for but, you. But understand what yeah, you're but, trying but to Xavier, accomplish. You know, financial planning is not a one-time event. Financial planning no, is not. a is a is a continual thing. There are new variables and new mm-hmm. input constantly in your life that impact your money. 
that you may have a need for term insurance today, but 10 years from now, you may have a need for permanent insurance, right? there, There's a place for it. Mm -hmm. So it's not a one-time event. It's a constant revisiting, a regular revisiting of, hey, what are these new inputs, these new variables? What are the tax laws? What's happening? What's happening with estate planning? What's happening with has my debt gone up? Are there more people that are financially re- that I'm responsible for? There's this constant change. But anyway, so here's the point. And I, I want to throw this out as well. So when we're saying permanent life insurance, we're not picking on one type of policy. I mean, do know there's three to four different types of permanent life insurance policies that are out there currently on the market. So we're talking broad. Yeah. And this is this episode is not about knocking life insurance. It's just, here's, I want to wrap up. Can, if I can wrap this up and kind of as we, as we conclude this recording here, just be, be very cautious who you let or who you accept advice from, particularly financial advice. Again, there's some great stuff on social media, on finances. There's some stuff, there's some people that I follow. Here's, so one of the issues is a lot of these people are not licensed. They're not certified. There's no regulatory body looking over them. You and I could not say 90% of the stuff that is said on social media about financial products and financial planning because our regulators would shut us down because, and the reason they would shut us down, this is important. The reason they would shut us down is because so many people have been taken advantage of with some of these types of products. So many people have been led astray with some of the advice that's given flippantly. So because of our licenses, we can't say it, but our securities license, our investment licenses, there's people who might have insurance licenses that can say a lot of stuff that we can't say. Mm-hmm. And it's, we're held to a higher standard and that's good. And I wish, I wish everyone was held to a higher standard. Everyone who is selling or giving financial advice should be held to the highest possible standard, that fiduciary standard, the standard that we're held to. you getting fired up. Yeah, I'm fired up. The standard that we're held to as certified financial planners, that we have to give advice that is in the client's best interest. And listeners, listen to this. You, You might be working with insurance people or financial people that are not required by law. This is wild. They're not required by law to give you advice that's in your best interest. That sounds crazy. Hmm. I'm, I'm, that sounds absolutely crazy, but that is the truth. Okay? Ask questions. Understand what the motivation of people giving you financial advice is, particularly on social media. Are they motivated to, to, to stir up controversy, to get followers so they can monetize their page? Are they motivated because they're trying to sell you a particular product because they make a ton of money when they sell these products to you? Ask questions, be a cynic, be very, very prudent and judicious about who you let give you financial advice. I think you're gonna get a ton of questions after this one. The emails, the calls. Email me, call me. I don't know, yeah. From who? <laughs> Yeah. People giving bad advice on TikTok, <laughs> on social media. <laughs> Look, we love those questions, you know. So there's never a dumb question. Look, ask us questions. Uh, if you guys, I've been asked dumb. I've been asked anything dumb before. No. Okay, but you're not supposed no, to say that. You're supposed to say there's no dumb questions. There's Come dumb, on. dumb questions. Come on. There's dumb. <laughs> like you know, the questions were like, if you had read that email I sent you, Xavier, you wouldn't have asked that question. That's a dumb question. I see what you're saying. Maybe be curious. Maybe. Here's, let me see. I think this is what you're saying. Be curious. I, yeah, be curious. be curious. Be curious. If you don't know the answer, 
ask the question to clarify. Yeah. This is your this is your financial life, people. This is your future. Make sure that the advice you take and implement are coming from people who understand your value and are 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 looking to make sure the decisions you make aren't in alignment with where you're trying to be long term. That's what I'm saying. And I don't think some of these TikTok social media influencers know you. They don't care about you. It's all about getting the followers. Speaking of followers, if you like what you're listening to, follow us on your favorite podcast listening app. Xavier, I'll give you the last word. Hey, it was great being back. You know, I've, I've been out of the loop for the past uh, month and a half, but I'm glad to be back with you, Eric. Welcome back. Information presented and discussed on the Stuff About Money podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute direct financial advice. Consult with a qualified financial advisor prior to implementing any strategies discussed. Eric Garcia and Xavier Angel's branch office is located in New Orleans, Louisiana. The branch phone number is 504-218-5479. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through New Century Financial Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor not affiliated with the Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated.